Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Yes, yes, yes. And we're here to. Good morning. Too. Yes, good morning. We're here to help you get everything straight, right? This year is, is already crazy, but it's not just crazy. It's been crazy, but you don't have to be crazy in it. You understand? You really don't. But good morning, everybody. Yo, tag your friends. Say, hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Chime in. This is going to be a great, great show, y'all. It's going to be a great show. But what's going on with you, Camille? How's everything? Everything is everything. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) A lot going on, but I'm here. You know, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm whole. Mm -hmm. Um, But life happens sometimes. And so uh, life has been happening, Mm -hmm. but we've been praying and pushing through. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm grateful for that. Good, good, Yeah. How about yourself? How you been? You know what? Uh, I've been been all right. I've been all right. Um, I, I love the fact that. We will never know what's going to happen the next day, but we can control the way that we respond to those things. Absolutely. Right. And so I love being in a situation where I'm tested. I hate it. Don't get me wrong. I I, I hate the test. Right. You feel me? I hate the test, but I love passing it and I love the lesson in it. I say, okay, so that's why this person was acting a fool to see if I was going to be a fool with him. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, hashtag slay. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So, y'all, listen, we're talking about family dynamics. So what I want you to do is take some time. Tag some friends and family members, you understand, because we're going to talk about some real, real things. And it's not to call nobody out. This is sanity check, because if you're listening, you might be the one that need to check. Right. You might need to check yourself. But yes. this but we, what we want to do seriously is help you to create the conversation. Right. To help build the bond, because honestly, we're all we have. And we don't know the, the 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 climate where it may go, but our family is the closest thing to us. And understanding our dynamics can help us move forward. What you think about this, Camille? Absolutely. We don't talk a lot about family dynamics and how it affects you know our lives. Um, and sometimes we have to uh, make the boat move to be the one to say something so that we can all get past some things, you know, be honest about some things so that we can heal and move forward. So, you know, family dynamics is everything. I mean, it doesn't just affect your family. It affects everything you're connected to. Oh my God. Um, in several ways. Mm -hmm. So, um, Oh, hi, Mary. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you so much. Um, but yes, so I, I agree with you. Yes. Yes. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, again, we're talking about family dynamics. Now this is going to get deep. It's going to get real deep. It might sting, but if it's sting, that's good medicine. Okay. And and, and we might add a little bit of sugar in it so it can go down good. Right. But it's going to be good for you. Right on. So I'm going to let you start it off. Miss Camille, you ready? Yes. Yes. So with family uh, dynamics, it's really, really hard. Um, You know, we can come from dysfunctional families, you know, that 
affect our self-esteem, that affect, you know, our finances, the way we view finances, our interactions with our family members or siblings or, you know, parents or I mean, so many things, the way that we um, view and how we show up to relationships and to our jobs. Um, And so it's very important um, to focus on the solutions, not the problems. But before you do the solutions, you have to identify the problems. You have to be honest about what those are. You know, I I look back to my life, Seth, and I'm like, okay, you know, as I'm going through and I look at, you know, different things and dysfunctional families and I'm like, did I come from a dysfunctional family? <laughs> because by all um, definitions, you do the solutions, of... you have to identify the, what, Go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. what um, dysfunction is. And I'm like, man, maybe I did. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it has affected us, say, like finances. I used to have a, um, a love-hate relationship with money. You know, I wanted to have it, but I was afraid of it. Because I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't see that. My mom's on here. Y'all know I'm real honest about things. You know, we get some things out. So, um, but I didn't know what to do with it. And then I was like, okay. And then I was afraid to have money because I didn't want to be poor again. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to live the way that I did and, you know, be in survival mode Mm -hmm. um, my whole life. And so it affected um, when I got married, Mm -hmm. how I was very Mm. uh, controlling about money. Mm -hmm. If I got a little bit, it would make me so irritated and agitated and all these things. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, you know, I had to get to the root of that in order to get to the solution. There we go. You know, I had to identify these are the things that I'm struggling with. Um, Maybe it was just because there's a history of dysfunction. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody sat down to talk to us about, you know, money or relationships or, you know, violence, domestic violence or, you know, a number of things. And only when you identify the problem can you focus on the solution. Mm -hmm. The key, though, is you don't stay in the problem that's right. Once you identify it, mm-hmm. you get to the root of it. You don't stay there. Mm-hmm. You take the next necessary steps to move forward and Absolutely. say, how do we now go forward and how do we fix this? Absolutely. And that's really hard because mm-hmm. once you start identifying, you get in your feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever done that, but I know when I have to peel back the onion and even recently uh, here with a situation and I'm like, Oh, a whole can of worms, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it's hard not to get in your feelings, but because of who I am, sometimes you have to take the high road and say, where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that this happened, but where do we go from here and how do we fix this? And it's hard. Yes, <laughs> it is. And yes, it's, it's extremely yes. hard. You know, I seen a quote uh, this week from, uh, C.S. Lewis that says, pride is a spiritual cancer that eats up the very possibility of love, okay, of love or contentment or even Mm -hmm. common sense. You understand? (laughs) So sometimes we are so distracted by what's going on, we don't hear or even see a viable solution because of our pride. Right. And so you're absolutely right. There has been times when I was looking for a solution or and and thinking that it was the problem. But when I peeled it back, it started to stink, see, because it was like, oh, like, oh, is that what's really going on? But I was there for it, meaning if I have to go through this to get to that, 
than it's necessary, right? And so, yes, to your point, this exa- it, it, is, it is very, very necessary to do. Yeah. And the thing is, too, you know, we always wonder why. You know, I'm doing this thing on love, um, little, little piece of content I'm working on about mm-hmm. love. And we always treat the symptoms. We never treat the the real issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we wonder why every time we take off the Band-Aid, it just bleeds and oozes all this pus and nastiness. Right. And it's because we say, okay, instead of, you know how in, in the military they make us do the five whys. Some mm-hmm. people have to do the eight whys. And we're like, why well, I got to go through that? I already mm-hmm. know what the solution is. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Because when you start asking those, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And you start digging deeper and deeper, Mm -hmm. you realize that what you thought was the why Mm -hmm. is just the very surface, the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. All of that other stuff that's underneath is what's driving those behaviors, Mm -hmm. you know, that cause you to act the way that you do or act towards someone the way that you do. Yeah. It could be something from when y'all was five years old. Like I have a, a cousin who, who uh, I don't know if I should say this. Too late. Anyway, you already put, started. <laughs> Go ahead. You see? <laughs> who, who, who um, you know, did some things to my brother when he was very young. And another person who pushed my brother cut up his leg so bad he got scars all up his, his leg mm-hmm. that caused him to have some self-esteem issues surrounding that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it was like, you don't realize that that's where that came from. Why I have this disdain toward Mm -hmm. this person. I don't know. He ain't did nothing to me. And it was like, because the pain that I saw my brother in or the, the thing that he had to deal with for all of those years Mm -hmm. and watching that. And you forget, you know, it was when he was five years old, right? but you carry that. And so, that thing kind of is the driving force mm-hmm. behind how you approach that person. Absolutely. And, it, you know, we were kids, mm-hmm. but it's still that thing that stings you mm-hmm. as you become an adult that gets in the way That's of, right. you know, you moving forward in your relationship. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to peel back the onion like 15 layers. That's true. You know what I mean? 15 layers deep so that you can get to the root of the problem mm-hmm. and root out all that nastiness and then find the solutions that are best for that situation. Yep, absolutely. Just going back to that very first thing mm-hmm. and start, you know, uncovering all that nastiness, That's but it's going to ooze. Oh, it's yeah, gonna it's going to ooze. That is, that is, that is. And ladies yeah. and gentlemen, again, if this is your first time on, make sure you let us know that you're here. Say, hey, hey, hey. All right. Hey, we appreciate mm-hmm. y'all, you know, and this is, of course, we're live right now. So make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook to join the conversation so that your comments can pop up yes. Ooh, like this. I'm learning to detach my emotions and energy from those negative times so I can move forward in peace. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Great, great point. And that's what we're here to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to talk about those things because just because you are related to an individual does not mean that their uh, dysfunction is yours as well. You understand? Mm-hmm. So the next point yes. we're going to talk about, ready? Boom. Don't feed uh, the drama. You understand? <laughs> Don't feed the drama because, listen, negative people need drama in their lives as much as they need oxygen. Yeah. Hey, check it out. Mm-hmm. They can't do nothing without <laughs> that drama. They need it. And then, you know, the real jacked up part is they need you to play in it with them. You understand? That's crazy. That is so crazy. Hey, it's cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. You don't need to be up in that, right? So, again, 
You don't need to feed the drama. Don't. But you have to recognize those signs. So to take, listen, so they need that and they need that drama like it, uh, like oxygen. You understand? Right. So to take their breath away, stay positive and upbeat and refuse the bait. Right. Because where that bait comes from? gossiping somebody say well i ain't the one that got- listen you remember on uh in living color i forget the lady name goodness gracious sta- yeah see see look she stayed across the street right they said listen hey you you ain't heard it from me but i ain't the one to gossip but listen as soon as somebody started a conversation and then they say but remove yourself like find something to do like ah, i gotta go you get what i'm saying because as long as you play into it, you are going to start to spiral with them. You understand? Absolutely. Oh, but do you have crazy. crazy makers in your family, though? Crazy <laughs> you know makers? I call yeah, me and my mama call them crazy makers. <laughs> I like that. Hashtag crazy makers. Listen, put hashtag crazy makers. You know who they are, and they know who they are, right? They know who they are. And yeah, I got a couple Wait. of them. And listen, you know, I, I, I deal with them just like this. Uh, hey now uh, what's going on can you catch it there it is but Seth what what about those people because I have a lot of friends I have well actually a few very close friends whose parents are the crazy makers Mm -hmm. how do you deal with those type of people that you can't necessarily okay as an adult you can't but you know what I'm saying growing up there's some folks that that are on here that are kind of young too sometimes Mm -hmm. but how do you deal with with those people how do you not feed into the drama you know those parents that have rely on their children to raise them you know to raise the parent or that uh, all of their issues become the children's issues Mm -hmm. that they have to you know carry and then when things don't go right that parent blames the child for those issues you how know, do you deal with it, that it, it's hard because see ladies and gentlemen if this is your first time on i'm a little i have this uh this i guess uh a, a tank inside of me that deals with bs okay <laughs> and that tank is only but it's not a big tank it's about this much right as soon as i get two drops in it i'm gone Right now, I don't I don't pop off. Right. But I know my boundaries. So I let folks know in a nice, pretty way. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm straight. okay, and you are not about to mess up my thing. So what I would uh, suggest that people do that's in that situation, occupy yourself and surround yourself with positive people because again those uh individuals those crazy makers they are like those spiritual vampires however the jacked up part is like we said before vampires have to be invited in your home with these crazy makers they're already related to you so they they're in you they're in everything you see what i'm saying from your social media they can come into your crib your barbecue and they can come on over boo 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 but you have to make the deliberate decision to protect your peace. Yes. And be okay. But this is the deal, Camille. You have to be okay with it and not feel guilty. You can't say, well, I want to say this, but I don't want to hurt her feelings. That means you want to hurt your feelings. So are you willing to keep putting yourself through the turmoil just to let, just to avoid telling somebody out of line? 
screen. But that's part of that family dysfunction too, you know, that you feel guilty about things that are outside of your control, Mm -hmm. you know? So you have to, like you say, your boundaries, what can I control? Mm -hmm. You know, like, but it's really, you know, those people and and for any of the young folks that are watching, because we do have a few of them on here, you know, if you're in those situations, we have school counselors, reach out to people, um, you know, that are positive and Mm -hmm. uplifting. If you have to go to your friends, your best friend's mama, who you know is loving and encouraging and things like that, remove yourself from the situation before Mm -hmm. it becomes crazier and it makes you crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, those crazy makers, that's what they do. And you'll be second guessing and questioning yourself. And then you feed into that drama because you're trying to argue, I ain't crazy. You ain't gonna make me feel like, I didn't hear y'all. You ain't make me feel like I'm crazy. You know what I mean? I know what I know. So remove you remove yourself. Yeah, I know it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. but you can do it. Take those times where you get a mental, you know, separation yes. from the drama in your home or, you know, in your family. Sometimes you just got to go, I need to go out for a walk mm-hmm. or I need to take a drive or yeah. I need to go to the store for a while and do them midnight runs to Walmart, bouncing in balls mm-hmm. or whatever you got to do. Yes. You know, so don't feed into it. And just if you know that you have crazy makers in your life, let them deal with their crazy. You separate yourself. You know what I mean? And just so that you and, and be around sane people. people and that and you that's know the point. That, that's what I'm saying. So so <laughs> you, you know. have to make sure you, you, you know, you have to make sure that you have a balance of yes. energy and know where to go to, because mm-hmm. you, you, yo, those individuals, those crazy makers, they're going to be in your family. But you have to compartmentalize them as well. Right. Meaning the things that's going on positive in your life and you know how toxic they can be. Some of that information does not need to go over there because you know how they're going to respond. Well, I wouldn't do that because of course you wouldn't see you wouldn't because you're not me. But what what you don't need is that negative juju to prevent you from growing, from expanding, from doing something in your business that you want to do from loving. Watch this from loving who you want to love. Listen, your mama might not like that fool. He just might be a fool, but you love him. So what's going to happen? Are you going to allow those crazy makers to dictate and then start to deteriorate your own relationship? You see? Excuse me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you you know, that's when you have to also, you know, your life is going to be... Yours. You're the one that has to live it. Yes. And if you know, because there are people who are jealous mm-hmm. um, in the family, and those are a lot of times the crazy makers. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're jealous. Oh, they're yeah. envious. Mm-hmm. They they're looking at you, but mm-hmm. they want to tear down everything. But on the same time, they you know they kind of want to be like you. Wish that their life was maybe the same. So everything you do is criticized through that lens. See? You know, and it's like okay, well I don't if I don't have this or whatever I don't want her to have it and I'm gonna make it like and now you making up stuff y'all I had this friend making up stories but I didn't even get into that and I was just like uh-huh uh-huh okay okay and I'm like there ain't no way that that happened why because I was there see you know what I mean during that same thing there's no way you can tell me mm-hmm. you know and I had to go okay and then from that point on 
I was like, there's some separation that has to be happening. You're not about to come over here telling me some stuff interfering in my relationship that's going good at the time or whatever the case may be, trying to start all this stuff because you're mad because you can't get no man. Hey, and I'm see, not just saying about that, yeah, but I'm I, about everything. Listen, <laughs> you, know? You, you know what? Ah! So what I don't want to do, y'all, look, we're we not going to stick on this too long because, no, because listen, this can be a whole another show. You understand? But I, what I want to do is say good morning to everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Right. Look at that. They can't accept your wins because of your failures and misery. And listen, hey, misery loves who? company. Hey, now. And just because you related to somebody that's crazy as a Betsy bug don't mean you need to stay in their company. But I want to say good morning to folks. Hey, Crystal, what's going on miss jackie what's going on demetria what's going on listen ladies and gentlemen we're talking about family dynamics okay and if you just tuning in wake up wake up good morning good morning we had a, a little conversation about focusing on solutions and not problems then we talked about uh, don't feed the drama. And you know who the, what'd you say? The crazy makers? Crazy makers. You know who they are. So stop acting brand new. Listen, you've been knowing them for the last 30 years. What you think? Something gonna change? Watch yourself. And so now Camille's is going to talk a little bit about this. Yes. Boundaries. You can only control what you can control. And a lot of times we try to overstep our boundaries, um, which can be detrimental to our relationships. Our families, you know, it's hard. There are certain things that I say, and I'll be honest, you know, like I'm, I'm an adult. You know, there's some things that it doesn't really matter whose house I'm in, that if kids are doing certain things, I'm not going to stand for it mm-hmm. because I'm an adult, mm-hmm. you know. But then at the same time, I can't tell somebody how to raise their children, right. but I can tell them how to deal with me. And I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. So some people always like, well, you overstep your boundaries. This is my kid. I'm going to do. Oh, well, if your kid don't know no manners, they're going to know him today (laughs) or at least with me. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm trying to to overstep. But some people do that. And I also had to learn a lesson even with my 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 stepson. You know, I call him my son or whatever. But, you know, as a step parent, I wanted to be there for you know, him, I wanted him to feel included. I wanted him to not feel like he was different than the rest of my children. But in doing that, I also, because, you know, he does have a mother, um, you know, and that's her son. She raised him a certain way. And there's certain aspects that I have to respect. Now, there are certain things you I'm not going to allow in my house, but I had to take a step part back and say, OK, you know what? This is your son. And that's his dad. And y'all have to work out some things because every time I step in, you know, it it kind of uh, messes up the, the dynamic a little bit, you know, because you don't see that I want the best for your son. You just see me as another woman coming in, you know, possibly taking your place, which just never the, the intent, you know. But I'm glad that, again, like focus on the solutions that, you know, we came to an agreement. We had a conversation, you know, it took years But we finally said, okay, in the end, we both want the same thing. We want what's best for him. And so we started focusing on solutions, you know, that we can show up to the same thing at the same time. We can, you know, be there for him. And there's no competition in knowing that I'm not trying to replace you as a mother. You know, that's never my intent. What I wanted him to do was feel the love no matter where he went. I didn't want to be contentious because I had nothing against him. Mm-hmm. You know, them they were way back before, you know, years before he and I ever got together. And so, you know, watch your boundaries, protect your peace as well. Know when to step back when you're out of your lane, 
You know, you know yes. you, yeah. you're in somebody else's lane, you're going to crash. You, you know, right, you're just you, drifting on. Yeah, you start drifting. You know, I have to be honest, I am guilty of that. Now, before I go into my own situation and the things I had to learn, individuals outside have to, well, we have to understand those individuals that are habitual line steppers. You understand? And line crosses like they don't pick up certain cues. So I have to make sure I hold myself accountable by understanding other people's social cues. What I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, I have um, uh, thankfully, honorably retired from the military. And sometimes I feel as though individuals in my family could do the same thing because if i see that they are uh doing things that is not conducive to their potential to their potential i find myself wanting to be the big cousin the big uncle the big you know nephew i don't know you know but to the point where hey brother or sister you ever thought about doing this you ever thought about doing this because you see that potential in them but based off of my experiences i need to listen more not just to them saying what they want i need to listen to what they're being told you see because if i say hey not only is this the best time for you to come into the military but because you don't if you don't know what you want to do you can take some time four years let's say Take an administration, if you will. Take an administration. Do what you want to do. See what you like. Re-up if you want to or go back home to the hood. Whatever you want to do. You understand? But if you have individuals saying, no, you go over there. Soon as you soon as you go and, and deploy, you're going to get raped. Somebody going to take you. Or or somebody going to kill you. You're about to go to war. And this is even though I know it's coming from individuals that's never enlisted, I need to step back and say, okay, this may be... this." I may be overstepping my boundaries. I need to wait and see if this person wants to come to me for this information. You get what I'm saying? But it hurts, though. It does hurt because you see where they could be. And after time, things start changing. And then you see they get stuck. You know what I mean? And you saw them right before they stepped in that hole. And now they this deep in it. You Absolutely. See? Yeah. And, it, and it happens the same in families. You mm-hmm. know, we want what's best for our families. Mm-hmm. And when we see them not living up to their full potential and we want to push them and we want to, you know, say, hey, you know, you could be doing so much better. Let me take you. Mm-hmm. If they're not mentally ready, it, it almost feels like an attack on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're telling them they're not good enough or you're telling them that, you know, what they're doing isn't good, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Yes. And so then it causes other problems yes. you know that kind of in your family because oh now you think you know everything you, you think, think you, you know better than best for me and you know all this <laughs> and, and in your mind you're like I, I, I just I, I saw some potential I saw an opportunity and I thought that this would be along the lines because sometimes we see things in other people that they haven't yet fully you know wrapped their head around yes. that they might be good at or yes. they, they can do something mm-hmm. but you have to know your boundaries yes. when you say that and they fight back sometimes you got to be like okay yeah you know if you ever think about it later and mm-hmm. you want some more information come holler at me until then my hands are off of it and that's the you deal know? yes yeah and you got you have to do that because mm-hmm. you know our choices are our own you know ultimately we can, 
ultimately mm-hmm. we can suggest things we can want something for somebody mm-hmm. but if they don't want it as much as you want it for them it'll probably end up in more uh issues than it does you know moving forward so they have to be ready you can create the awareness mm-hmm. you know what i mean but you cannot push them into that lane and if you do they will push back and and you know the the relationship could be um you know irreparable that's you right can't, you know, it could get to that point. And let me just say this too. Um, you know, especially I know a few people, my friends, like, you know, with their parents or whatever, uh, religious, I grew up in a religious background and I'm not, I'm just using this as an example, Mm -hmm. example, but you know, beating people over the head with the Bible and things like that. Um, and then when they got older, you know, we raised you this and we all want what's best for our children. Mm -hmm. Right. And I did the same thing with mine. Um, but sometimes they have to find their own way in their own journey. And if you, continue to um what's the word uh force it down their damn throat you yeah, know what i'm saying you know, beat the open to yeah. seeing <laughs> something else or the curiosity or mm-hmm. helping them to navigate then you can completely sh- close the door on your children and those relationships are hard to repair oh my goodness hard to repair yes. and so you know it's nothing wrong well i, I won't say because like, look let me stay in my own lane okay <laughs> curiosity oh lord <laughs> curiosity <laughs> you know is is necessary for growth in life yes you know you you have to to know so that you can know for yourself because if you're not curious anybody can tell you anything and you'll believe it and they'll run you down a rabbit hole or run you off a cliff yes <laughs> and you'll just be like so it's okay to question mm-hmm. this is me it's okay to question to find out but again you have to know your boundaries when talking to your other family members you know or those outside of your direct lane absolutely because it cause um a lot of problems absolutely so Bring it on back. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on, James? Look, ladies and gentlemen, if this your first time on, say hello. Say hey, hey. And look, watch out for that uh, holy water, okay? Listen, (laughs) hey, hey, you might need it. (laughs) I'm joking. But seriously, uh, this is the sanity check, y'all. We do this every Saturday. You understand? Every Every Saturday, unless there's something going on in the world that's extra freakier than what it is now. We're going to be here. And so what we're going to do now, we're going to take a little pause for the calls because we wouldn't be here without you and the help of our sponsors right on right on so we will be right right back integrity consulting and professional services llc is a minority female-owned non-profit management consulting agency located in humble texas north of houston the owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, 
and contact her by email at Integrity Consulting PSLLC at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS, providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. Welcome back, welcome back. I was gonna say, what's the last time y'all been to the club? You come to the Sandy Check, you get it in, right? Boop, boop, boop. But no, listen, anyway, make sure you you guys go to Roku and Amazon Fire TV. Download the Lions or Lions Pride Network, okay? So you will see us. You can watch us on demand and you can watch other shows. It's, it's extremely, extremely dope. But uh, so welcome back, y'all. Look, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. We're talking about family dynamics and how to avoid that drama and protect your peace and your energy. It is so necessary because today is crazy. Yesterday was crazier, but your tomorrow don't have to be, right? So there are certain things that you may need to do to keep your energy and to protect your energy. But good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Ah, hey, thank you. Thank you. You're on your break. Don't get fired. Hey, but you might have to put some holy water on them. Right on. Yes, 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 yes. You might have to. What's going on, sis? How you feeling? How you feeling? Yes, yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So the next thing we're going to talk about, y'all, you ready? You ready? You, first of all, not only are you ready, but do you have your coffee? Because, see, I need you guys to get everything right. Get your hustle juice right. Y'all take a little sip. Mm-hmm. Because this is going to be good. And I want you guys to really take this to heart. Stop trying to fix everyone and everything mm. listen stop trying oh my goodness do you feel it do you feel in your bone hey ladies and gentlemen put hashtag i can dig it you understand i can dig it stop trying to fix everybody and everything come on now you can't do it and listen something in you or someone told you that you can do it, slap them because they lying. You probably told yourself, hey, I can fix everybody and their mama. No, you can't. It's not your job. It is not your job, ladies and gentlemen. So here, look, let me let me just uh, give you this, right? Because I, I did a little notes, but watch this. So if you find yourself doing for others uh, things that they could do or should be doing for them. Say, say it. Hey, say it. look now. 
Hey, because what this does is it kind of go back to helping and enabling folks. You remember that if y'all didn't go back to look, download the app and you can see it, watch it on demand. You understand? But what happens is that you help people or you prevent people from helping themselves. Right. And so, again, you're not helping, you're enabling them. Now, sometimes sometimes we can unintentionally produce negative energy by carrying. Look, (laughs) Listen, y'all, we're carrying people when they know how to walk. Ah, look, they know how to walk, y'all. Do you get it? I don't know if this is your first time on. This is a sanity check, but I'm throwing some things at you. We're throwing things at you that you already know, but for some reason you need some confirmation, right? So here it is, right? And then you go, because you've been having conversations with yourself forever. Self, is this happening? Yeah, it's been happening. And that self been telling you this for the last 10, 15 years. And so now you're on the sanity check, getting it together, okay? So this is the deal. Or we try to fix people when they aren't broken to begin with. Listen, y'all. Some folks, and I posted this earlier in a different forum, some people just want attention. They don't want help. They want attention because by crying about the things that's going on, that's giving them the attention that they, okay. Go ahead, Camille. Come on. Camille. Hey, now. The drama queens and crazy makers. Hey, hey, now. Hey. Hey. No, it's it's so true. It, it, that my mom's uh, comment. I was just about to say um, I had put together something. Uh, the challenges of adult uh, raising adult children, mm-hmm. and um, I was actually going to do a, a little podcast about that mm-hmm. and um, have an interview with my mom. But it's it's, it's true. The mm-hmm. ones, especially that don't want to help themselves, or don't you know want to fix themselves. But um, to your point about you can't fix everyone and everything. It's not your job. It's not your job. (laughs) It's not your job. And the more you concentrate on trying to fix everyone else's problems, the less time you have to fix your own. Look and see, look at your own stuff. Listen, why your car ticket? (laughs) Why your car acting out of line, but you worried about everybody else? You know what I'm saying? And I always be like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm like, I really don't want to fix your problems. In the military, we have to fix a whole bunch of people. Pre- and I remember going off one day, y'all got so many issues that y'all ain't fixing yourself. I can't even fix my own problems. And everybody was like, see? And see I was there? like, I'm serious. Like, I don't want to be in your business. So please handle yours so I can handle mine, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But there, especially when you're a helper, you know, you're you, by nature, you, you want to help things. You see a problem, you want to fix it. And I, I'm guilty of that. Um, it's hard to step back when you know that you have a solution to a problem. I know we talked about focusing on solutions, but we're talking about focusing on the solutions that you can control um, and the solutions that are going to help the whole dynamic, but not trying to solve people's problems for them. Come There's on. a difference, right? So um, we often want to step in and again, cross over out of our boundaries into mm-hmm. someone else's, mm-hmm. you know, which can two things happen. One, you enable them, you know, they, they become dependent on you to fix every problem mm-hmm. or two, they lash out at you because they feel like you think that they can't fix none of their own problems. So you always trying to come over into theirs, which causes issues in that family as well. You so you cannot, you are not built to fix everybody's problems. 
You don't know. Usually we, we go off of the information that we have available to us. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes when you go in there, other people's things, and you try to start fixing problems, you realize that they left out a whole lot. And sometimes you leave out of there feeling real stupid because you be like, I didn't even know that. you going to fight on somebody's behalf, going to do this. And they left out that part, the part where they did something. Right. So I, I've had to learn, too, to say, OK, now, what did you do? Mm-hmm. I need to know what you did. Mm-hmm. Like, to, how did you contribute to this issue before I jump in head first? And there was a situation where I had to go in and fix, you know, some family or whatever. I was always like the disciplinarian. And then I leave and then, you know, I get accused of all this stuff. But but you called me and asked me to do this. And then now <laughs> it turned around and it was like, but you turn around and do the same thing that I just fixed. You didn't change your behavior, which perpetuates the same behavior by the other one. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm wasting my time and my energy. Mm-hmm. I'm creating rifts where there shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And I need to know my lane and stay in it. Mm-hmm. Don't call mm-hmm. me if you're not doing the work. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be made out to be the bad person mm-hmm. when it's you. Mm-hmm. Not not you, the bad person, but you're creating this chaos, you know, and I'm not going to do it. So you, you are not made to fix everyone's problems. You can make them aware that there's a problem because when you come from dysfunction, sometimes you don't understand because that's normal to you. You don't always know that even though you should, because there's a ho- whole lot of examples out there. But, you know, when it's generational, Mm-hmm. And you're in certain areas or environments where it's the norm. Sometimes you don't know that it's not normal. So you can make certain things aware of, or once you come to your own understanding that I don't have to be like my family was, you can bring some of that. But if they're not willing to eat it, then you can't force feed it. And you know yes, what I mean? Yes. You can keep doing things and showing, be mm-hmm. an example, and dropping gems and hoping they pick them up right. and put them on. But, you know, you cannot go in yes. and try to. Absolutely. Because you you will get hurt. You're right. You're right. And and ladies and gentlemen, so the point is, as far as understanding that you cannot fix everyone, understand that individuals are going to keep coming to you until you stop that revolving door. You understand? Mm -hmm. Because what we think we're doing by helping them and by letting them come back in or whatever the situation is, we think that we're schooling them. They don't hear nothing that you are saying. They don't want to hear anything that they're that you're saying. They just want what they want from you. Sometimes the best lesson is cutting folk off. That's the best way you can. Hey, watch this. That's the best way you can fix things and fix people is by cutting them off because what they will feel is hitting the ground. Bow. Now, listen, they're not. It's OK. They're not going to die. Listen, It's like putting someone in water. OK, only three feet to try to teach them how to swim. All they have to do is stand up, ladies and gentlemen. All they got to do is stand up. Oh, Lord, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just need you to help me. Listen, they're going like this. They're they reaching for your hand, see? And then you there, you watching them like, you just say, hey, keep your head up. Stop, stop, yeah. stop trying to breathe underwater. You can't breathe yeah. underwater, but you can stand up. So that's what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, and how to protect your peace and not trying to fix everybody and everything. But now Camille's getting ready to talk on this. Yes, this one is really, really hard, but I teach a skill. Seth knows it. And I love it because I have learned how to respond and not react. Seth, can you give me a moment here so I can walk them through very, very quickly? 
right? So oftentimes people let us get out, you know, oh, they caused me to get out of my, you know, whatever. They caused me to act like this. If they didn't act like this, then I wouldn't have done X, Y, and Z. Eh. Fallacy, myth, whatever you want to call it, all right? Nobody can make you do or act a certain way unless you want to. You wait, 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 hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> say it for those that's in different uh, time zones because they might be taking it, you know. Go ahead, say one more again. I said no one can make you act or behave a certain way unless you allow them to, mm. all right, or unless you want to, mm. all right? So there is a pause in your brain. I'm a very, go very quickly, but you have an event, something that happens, somebody pop off at the mouth. Normally you would pop, you know, whatever, whatever, before they can even finish the sentence, you on them. I'm guilty of it. All right. And I have to remind myself sometimes. All right. Mm -hmm. But you have a pause in your brain. Science tells us there's really a one fourth of a second pause Mm -hmm. between something happening and you, your brain registering it to react that you have time to think about where is this coming from? How Mm -hmm. do I want to go forward Mm -hmm. from here? Mm -hmm. So all of the things when you popping off is based on what you already think you know, mm-hmm. your past experiences, how you were raised, your values, your all this and all that. And you have emotional and physical responses. You know, I feel I'm angry. Oh, no, they ain't going to talk to me like that. I'm frustrated. I'm irritated. Or boom, before I can think about it, I'll bust you in your mouth, right? You have time to think about it in that pause to say, hold on. As soon as I feel everything getting hot, my ears getting red, stuff rising up in me, I go, this is my opportunity to choose how I respond. Mm -hmm. You cannot, I'm telling y'all from what I know, meet somebody's level 100 intensity with the same intensity without believing there's going to be an explosion. You can't do it. So if you go there, expect a certain thing to happen, right? Because you reacted instead of taking a step back. Recently, I was in a situation where that person kept bringing up that intensity. And I said, bring it down. We're not going there. Bring it down. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just trying to have a conversation. Uh, I'm not going to go there. And I had to, no matter what I felt, all those emotions bubbling on the inside, I had to be the bigger person because I understood that I had the power of the pause, which is time for me to decide how I was going to respond for a better outcome rather than react and cause detriment to that that, Mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. And so in being able to do that, we were able to have a conversation. I Mm -hmm. still left feeling some kind of way or whatever the case may be, because Mm -hmm. I did have to, you know, I had to listen. Um, And there's some things that may hurt your feelings or whatever the case may be. But I believe that because I chose to respond Mm -hmm. rather than react, people are looking for a way to repair the damage that has been done, that Mm -hmm. has been festering for years, that has been, you know, swept under the rug. Maybe we didn't have all of the information, you know, when we were making these assumptions and whatever about, but you have the power to respond. Mm -hmm. Think about how whatever you're about to do is going to affect the situation, whether positively or negatively. Yes. It is your choice. And you're right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, understand <laughs> where you want the conversation to go. To go. Uh, you get what I'm saying? So, yes, absolutely. It's right to have that pause. And it only takes a minute. So think about it. There's individuals that are 
in jail right now. We've talked about this before. We There's individuals that's in prison right now because of a split decision based off of their emotions and zero logic. Now that they have the time, look, and the thing is, is all it takes is a millisecond say, damn, like, uh, what do I really want to get out of this? Yes. So you have to have that conversation with yourself. And it's quick, right? The conversation is real quick. You know why? Because you know yourself. But this is the key. Trust yourself. Yes. That's yes. what we don't do. We don't trust ourselves. Listen, it's a part of you that know more than you than you think you know about you. <laughs> and there's a part of you that knows your triggers. Listen, speaking about triggers, you cannot expect everybody to know what pops you off. And then after you pop off, say, well, that's a trigger. Well, how was I supposed to know that? You dig? So what happens is, Watch this. Yeah, look up. You see? See? Look. When people are walking towards that trigger, you need to have, like, um, uh, 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 holes in the ground that they can trip over. You get what I'm saying? Before they hit that trigger, they're like, okay, so th- those holes or those those indicators are letting them know, hey, I'm getting too close. Maybe I need to redirect the conversation, you see? Because... Camille is about to pop off. Seth is about to go smooth off. And see, he's normally, look, look, see, see, he's normally a happy-go-lucky brother. But see, he's letting me know you're getting too close to the danger zone. But what I can't do is give you a direct path for me to pop off. And then I blame you. I have to take responsibility. You get what I'm saying? What you think about that, Camille? I a hundred percent agree with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little bit because okay. I see this happen. You remember when? Um, I mean, have you ever seen or been in a situation where you know your triggers and you trigger yourself? Mm-hmm. You didn't hype yourself up so much mm-hmm. that you set yourself off in the situation. Mm-hmm. Don't even call for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen that sometimes where people, nobody will say something coming. Somebody comes in and they've had a whole conversation with themselves out loud mm-hmm. and they have triggered their own selves and then they want to blame everybody else on top of mm-hmm. it. You know, and this is where you have to have that pothole for yourself. Absolutely. If you know that you, you know, just like Seth was talking, sometimes you got to put them holes in the ground for other people to mm-hmm. chip on. Mm-hmm. But then knowing yourself, you also have to have potholes for yourself when you feel yourself going there because it's very easy to do. You didn't created this whole thing in your mind about what you thought it was going to be and then you exacerbate the situation. Absolutely. And then de-escalate the That's situation. That's right. And so, so th- yes, you're absolutely right. It's, it's So, ladies and gentlemen, now we're talking about about having emotional intelligence, right? Because if you know that you pop off at five, why would you allow someone to get you to five? You need to know that your limits or let's think about your car, right? When your check engine light come on, it's telling you to check it. So therefore your check engine light should be on around three. You see, like, okay, y'all, all right, talking to yourself, right? Because yeah. you got the good part of you, you got the out of line part of you, you got the petty, baddie part of you. You get what I'm saying? You got the one that know how to be Facebook petty. You want to have a conversation with those nutcases, right? Because look, they all in you. You see, they there. But then that logic person up in there is the one that created a, it's like a limiter. 
Okay, mm-hmm. it's a limiter inside of you that prevents you from popping off. Like they have them in cars. Somebody chime in what it is, but it prevents your car for from going too fast, right? It's, it's like a it's it's a it's it's like a limiter. We need to make sure there's one inside of us for our emotions, so we can clearly, logically, mm-hmm. elaborate. And explain to a person, this is a direction that this conversation is going. If it gets too far without me sounding crazy, hey, look, you don't want me to pop up. No, let me stay calm. Listen, let's either a stop talking about this right now. Let's diffuse this or, you know, what I'm saying, because I just don't want to ruin the relationship. But you saying in yourself, self, you you, they need to know what not to do. You see, so look, you can be hyped with yourself, but you don't want to hype yourself up to pop up. You get what I'm saying? And let me help you all out too. some of the triggers. When your heartbeat start racing, you start feeling that racing. Your ears start getting hot. Your face starts getting hot and red. You know, you can't really breathe. You find your breathing. Breathing is erratic and stuff like that. You get irritable and agitated. Stop yourself. Yes. Before you crash. Yes. Okay. Those are your body trying to tell you that something is about to go. Those uh, indications are your body trying to tell you something is about to go wrong. Yeah. And if you don't pay attention to those things, you will react. You know, before you get a chance to stop yourself. And sometimes people, once they're in that situation, sorry, y'all, once they're in that situation, uh, because they've already committed, (laughs) not that they necessarily, they be like in their head like, ooh, I know. Okay, I've been guilty of it. Years ago, mostly, but you know, uh-uh, um, no, no, was it, <laughs> it was that recent? See, no, it wasn't. Petty Betty was up in there uh, percolating. See, you had a Petty Betty in there. We all got a Petty Betty. Mm-hmm. My, my, my Petty Betty recently was by choice, okay, <laughs> full choice. <laughs> but some people are just because they started, they committed, they're gonna go full throttle. And when you talk to me, like, dang, it wasn't even that serious, but I already was. I say this all the time to people, and I'm like, but you was committed, huh? So you just rather just run that train right into the wall rather than to just pull back and say, you know what, let me stop, let's stop. And I will, I will, in the middle of people like doing that, I'll go, okay, pause. Let's start over. Mm-hmm. And then they look at me like, huh? How you just going to start? I'm like, Mm-mm. this is getting out of line. This is going too far. Let's just start over. And people look at me and literally have laughed because mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, th- uh, no, no. Let's, because, do, let's get a do over. You, you, <laughs> you need to do that because the thing is, the situation is not is not uh, uh, more important than a relationship. You understand? And also, too, ladies and gentlemen, let's be real. Let's be real. Okay. Hey, thanks for joining us, y'all. Thanks for joining us. And we understand if y'all got the dip on now, make sure you check this again later, all right, on on the app. But look, let's be real. We need to understand that where our boundaries are, but, 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 we have been there before. Meaning you have uh, something happened in your past that showed you what happens when getting real goes wrong. If that makes sense. Right. Look, look, when you do pop off and how does that work out? So now we're in the point in our life. Right. Look, you you do. Sometimes you do have to restart on them. Yeah. And and that's that's the thing. But again, to her point right here, Miss Sandra, we have control. You have control and understanding what maturity is, is being able to control your emotional side. When you 
cannot do that, you're giving someone else the control. And now they know how to push your buttons. And then people say, well, look, you made me feel this way. Can't nobody make you feel anyway, but you can allow them. You get what I'm saying? To control and then you can connect to that mess. So that's the power that you have, especially within family. Sometimes individuals and family say, well, I don't want to say this because I don't want them to think this way. Chances are they going to think that way anyway. And listen, even if you didn't do it, they probably would still think that way. You can't control fools. You can't. You see? Now, they can look foolish on the dance floor by themselves. You can laugh at them. But what happens when you start rocking to that same beat? Right. And let me say this too, Seth. It's not that you don't, I think this piece of, I, I, y'all, I keep trying to do this, but it oh, wants Lord, to do what it wants to do. No, yeah, but, um, you know, sometimes, you know, when we talk like this, people think that, oh, we, we avoid it. We just know, like I have my feelings. So, you know, recently I had to control my emotions and actions in front of the other person. But at the end of the day, when I left there, I had shed some hard tears. Oh, yeah. Because it affects you. Yes. You know what I mean? However, you can still, in a state of heightened emotion, control your reactions, you know, your how you respond. But I had to say, okay, sometimes you just got to say, this is how I feel. I haven't allowed myself or haven't been completely honest with this situation um, for years. And now that I have, and, you know, I done popped the lid off or whatever the case may be. This is how I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And so I purposely, like you say, you can, nobody else can make you feel a certain way. But I allowed myself to go through the emotions of it. Um, and it was almost like a purging. And sometimes you have to do that. You know, like allow yourself to be to be honest about how you feel. And then you find ways to get through it. You know, okay, now that I've, I've acknowledged that I feel this way or whatever about this person, this situation, where do I go from here? You know, and and sometimes you got to feel it so that you can make the right decision, a lasting decision, you know, lasting something that's sustainable Mm -hmm. for you um, to get better in the future. But the thing is, I don't ever stay there too long. Mm -hmm. I got my 24 hour rule and then I get up, do what I got to do, or maybe maybe a couple hours. And then, you know, again, maybe later on. But what I've learned not to do is to completely let it derail me or disrupt my life. You know, I still get up and do things even when I'm feeling bad, but sometimes you have to allow yourself to feel that so that you can be honest about it and you can root out what the issues really are and whether it's that person or the situation or whatever, but that should be your choice. Like I said, I still have control in the situation where I don't have to pop off or whatever. I'm not going to be screaming, crying. And even though I did recently one time, whatever, but that was on purpose. But um, (laughs) I'm just being honest. I'm being transparent here. Um, But, you know, I did go home and take that time. And I just said, man, I wish it wasn't this way, but it is. And here's how I feel. You know what I mean? Completely whatever. But where do I go from here? And, you know, so that's out there. no, that's good. And that's good. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, too, we are going to be always, always real and transparent. Like, for example, we got a hey, Patty Patrick feels good. <laughs> and then and then we have a uh, Patty Betty. Listen, <laughs> it is OK. Look, we're going to be 100. Sometimes we have to purge that person out. However, purge it. 
either in a situation or with someone else that understands you right yeah. it's not like you have malice towards this person but you need to let it out because if you don't let it out every time you see that person Petty Patrick or Petty Betty gonna be trying to, you know, do, yeah, they're gonna show up, right? And then, you know what? This is gonna happen. They gonna do little out of line things and everything they say is gonna be slick. Everything that come out your mouth gonna be a little, it's gonna be a little taint of pettiness up in there. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you type in something and then you might put the crazy looking emotion like, mm, really? You get what I'm saying? It's only, a, it's a little bit, but if you release yourself, from that right if you release yourself from that with someone else that understand or like you know even pink shout out to pink you're going through these things sometimes it's it's good to have something like this the sanity check say you know what yeah i was out of line i'd be petty sometimes because we be petty don't act like you perfect look at me i know hey i am the most out of line person you may know right now on on, on this screen but i'm honest with it and but the things that we do the things that we do is out of still love right Mm -hmm. but if we get hurt we got to deal with that hurt some way you don't want it to come out in a negative way you understand absolutely and and having these skills really helps us you know like life is going to happen yes you make missteps but the thing about it is when you when you have certain skills and you understand the power that you have Mm -hmm. um you can go back and make it right and i'm not too proud to apologize you know i'm not too proud to say okay maybe i chose being right over the relationship when i should have chose the relationship over being right Mm -hmm. you know it's okay to say that like for me you know in a certain situation emotionally I'm not ready to step back into that Mm -hmm. and so I was honest about that I don't have any ill will or anything like that so right now my door is is closed but it's unlocked there you go because I still want that you know ability for that relationship to mend just right now I've just you know there's some things that you like you said you have to have boundaries and you have to step back from and say okay this is out of my control I can feel how I feel, but there's not a whole lot that I can do. So mm-hmm. right now I'm just going to create a, you know, some space, some space in between us, but I'm not locking doors and I'm not throwing away keys, you know, that there may never be a, a reconciliation. I still want that. You know what I mean? I still want that. But right now, emotionally, yeah, right now, you it's know, the time. all the things it's not. And mm-hmm. if you if you try to press that prematurely, you could do more damage than you do. Absolutely. Good. So if you're not ready, then just say that I'm not ready now. It's not that I won't ever be ready. Mm-hmm. I'm just not ready at the moment. So I just need space to breathe, to clear my head so that I can come back in a healthy way. And we can have the conversations that we need to have with no ill will and intent. You know what I mean? And that it'll come from a place of love. Absolutely. A place of understanding a mm-hmm. place of healing. Yes. And so if you still try to pick off that scab too early, it's going to bleed. It's going to bleed. It's going to bleed. And then it's going to leave an ugly scar. That's right. And so sometimes you just have to let it sit yes. there, you know? Absolutely. And so and that kind of that takes us to the next point. Right. Take care of yourself. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have to take care of yourself. Now, here it is. So you can't care for others if you cannot take care of yourself. Understand that. Now, remember this, though. It's not selfish or vain to love yourself. Take care of yourself and or or to make your happiness a priority. Look, just mm-hmm. because someone is going through some mess in their drama field drama queens uh uh what is it the the the, uh, the, the crazy, crazy makers the crazy makers you 
have the right not to play into the mess. You understand? Now, learning and practicing self-care, and that's what we're trying to do here in Sanity Check by, you know, giving you uh, skills and tips on how to do this. This will help you to be grounded and strong when you're faced with negative, uh, negative Nancy's petty baddies you get what i'm saying and all types of individuals so you have to take care of yourself ladies and gentlemen and if you don't take care of you how good do you think you're going to be when it's time to take care of someone else that truly needs your help you understand like seriously like 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 what are you going to do how are you going to take care of yourself what you think about that Absolutely. And sometimes that means that you have to go through counseling. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, even counselors have counselors for those who don't know. Doctors Mm -hmm. have counselors, uh, lawyers, everybody. Even coaches. Coaches have coaches. Counselors and coaches. Um, you, You are not exempt from life because you have a title or you have a degree or you have whatever. You know, all of the experiences that you've had up until this point in your life really shape. Mm-hmm. who you are and how you respond to things or how you react to things. Um, it, you know, there may be some cracks in the foundation that you haven't yet uncovered, but when something happens, you know, you, you realize, Oh, there's some areas that I need to work on. So I am a huge advocate of counseling. I've done counseling for several years um, as a maintenance and preventive preventative measure, you know, um, to uncover some things so that I can be a better person for the people that I have to lead or, you know, that I'm I'm teaching or whatever. Um, So you have to, I would say self-care. People don't want to talk about that aspect, but counseling is so necessary. And then I say this too, because people say, you know, I can't afford counseling. I can't do this and this and that. Well, you can afford what's important to you. So people have vices. Some people go gambling. Some people drink. Some people smoke. Some people like to just, you know, shop or shopaholics. If you have the money for that, you have the money for counseling. Counseling doesn't have to be, you know, super expensive. But if it's important enough to you, you'll make the sacrifice you're right. For and, the greater and, good, yes. you know, of something of lesser value. Yes, yes. Are you willing to sacrifice of lesser value to get to a greater outcome that's right and so it's priorities you Mm -hmm. know what is important to you and if your self-care you know taking care of your learning to love yourself uncovering all of the the damage that may have been done over the years Mm -hmm. or you know you're wondering why then i would say invest there it's best to invest in yourself those clothes those trips that it's not going to do anything for this you can have all the money in the world and it doesn't make a difference if this thing your mind, your heart is ruined. That's why people that get $4 million are broke in a year or two or three Mm -hmm. because the mindset hasn't changed. The heart hasn't changed. They haven't uncovered their values. And so they're just going with the wind. But when you deal with that part of it, you can make better choices for that $4 million where I'm going to invest, I'm going to do whatever, or you can make better choices for your life. Right. So So, taking care of yourself mm -hmm. is You're right. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. So and ladies and gentlemen, that that is very, very much true. And to Pink's point, look, shout out to Pink. So what if your family member wants you to make it right, but you're not ready? And we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, you, you have to you have to give yourself space, but also let them know that that's what you need. And out of love. Right. You have to do it out of love. Say, hey, listen, no love lost, but I need to take time for myself, because any time that I don't take away to get myself right, you're going to get this version of me every time. 
You see? So, but you have to be able to articulate that smoothly and know who you're talking to because not everybody's going to pick up what you put down. But what I want to do is let everybody know that our lines are open. If there's anything that we talked about and anything that you want to share, we'll give you a couple of minutes and let us know. And what do you think was most profound about this family dynamics uh, sanity check? Because it's necessary. Don't get me wrong. It's extremely necessary. Okay, yeah, no problem. So King says, invest uh, in an anger journal, right? Right now, yep, absolutely, and burn away the thoughts. And yeah, we talked about that uh, last week. Yes, you got to have a journal. You have to journal, but you know, it, you in journaling is okay. But find out what works for you. Yes. Find out what works for you. That's going to move to that's going to get the best version out of you like there's individuals and i had a conversation with a friend of mine is uh you know there's individuals that may go to counseling but then they go to counseling and then they go to a different counselor they go to a different counselor the thing is they don't understand the root cause right the counselor is trying to tell them something but they're telling them something that they don't like what's going on big herm so they're telling them something that they don't like so what they're going to do is they're going to find different counselors that try to tell them what they want to hear you see mm-hmm. so make sure they're not ready to deal with they're not ready problem. to deal with this so if you <laughs> if you really want to connect if you really want to change who you are first Understand that there's going to be some things that you might not like, but that you need to change. That's for you. But take care of yourself when you're dealing with negative family members. And if you're just tuning in, Herm, we're talking about family dynamics, family dynamics and how to deal with yourself and that individual and how to protect your peace. Sometimes you just got to for hey you ever go on Facebook, somebody saying something crazy happened to me. Family members don't care. I don't unfriend them. It don't matter. But you know what? I don't want to see for a minute. You know, you you can pause, folks, right? Because they just got so much negative juju. You're like, okay, uh, I want to see this right now, right? Mm-hmm. They, they posting things about everybody that's doing everything to them, but they're they're doing it to themselves. You understand what I'm saying? They're doing it to themselves. Hey, listen, they got the gun in their hands and they shooting themselves. <laughs> in themselves but saying everybody else is making me do it listen you telling you telling the world that everybody else is shooting you with your own bullets mm-hmm. yep and, and here's the thing I, I just had this conversation earlier today this morning i was in a group you know you shoot yourself but i i've learned and and this is a true st- story i've never deleted anybody or blocked anybody i just don't respond. Hey. And what happens is Facebook will filter out, oh, they're not getting a lot of attention. Let's bring somebody else on in. So I don't even give them my energy. I let it run its course. Mm-hmm. And eventually they don't pop up on my, my feed anymore right. because our language is different. That's right. Our, yeah. you know, things that we post are different. And if you a whole bunch of all this stuff, I probably don't see it anyway. And so people be like, did you see that? Po-? And I'm like, oh, I didn't. It didn't uh, come over there. I don't even I don't even give them that much en- energy. That's right. Right. Because that's giving them energy. Mm -hmm. And I I hope that maybe one thing that I say positive on my my feed one day, because usually those people, they lurk in anyway. But I hope. Oh, they see you. You know, they see you. right? (laughs) You know, will will change how they think will change how they feel, will understand that you have to take responsibility for your own actions. And I'm sure there's some of us on here that we've been on the crazy maker side or on the drama queen side or on the petty betty side. You know, it's not always the other person. Sometimes it's us. And we have to be honest about that. And we have to say, okay, 
how am I contributing to this? Am I the problem? If everybody in the family got a problem with me, then it ain't everybody. It might be, it might so, be me. So listen, let's take a minute right there. Let's take a minute right there. And look, we still want to say good morning to everybody. We're, we're, morning. Oh, we're, we're on the tail end of this on the sanity check, right? We're talking about family dynamics. But what we're, what Camille just said was very paramount. Realize when you are the common denominator. Listen, everybody ain't lying. You see what I'm saying? Listen, everybody can't be wrong about something. You see? Now, what's going to happen is you're going to find out when you keep trying to justify yourself to other people and they are saying the same thing just in different ways. When do you know or when when, when do you decide that, hey, they just might be right? You understand? So here it is. What King says, what are the steps you have to take when you realize you are the problem? Well, personally, what I do is the first step is removing myself from the situation. Second step is talking to a confidant that know me and that's not a yes man, a yes woman that say, no, 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 Seth, no, no, you're right, you're right. No, I don't need you right now, All right? And then I, after getting that information, taking myself out one more time to analyze and then making it right and not repeating the same things that make me the problem. You see what I'm saying? Because me being a problem may have jacked up a situation or relationship, but I don't want to keep jacking up every other relationship with that same old problem. What about you, Camille? Um, I'm, I'm a little bit different in that, you know, I have to be honest with myself. You know, have I been causing, analyzing a little bit, but being honest about, you know, have I been the cause and, and why? Where is that coming from? Why do I act a certain way around certain people? My thing is I go and I try to make it right. Now I know that everybody's not going to be receptive to a, an apology. Yes. But I give it to them and give them the choice of whether they want to say I forgive you or not. I'm not. I've learned, uh, you know, years ago that pride don't get you nowhere. No. Nope. OK. Apologies get you a whole, a whole lot further if they're sincere. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, I will sincerely apologize and even yesterday, I had, to, I had to make an apology to someone. And I said, um, initially, I said, if I made you feel a certain way. And then I had to go back and I said, no, I apologize for doing this. Not, it, it's not about if you received it a certain way. I had to apologize for what I did. Mm -hmm. Okay, how I said that thing. Regardless, if you would have been like, oh, whatever. No, it, it was out of line. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean? It was out of line. So I had to go back and correct that. You know, and I, I go back and I don't put it on them to say whether it's whatever I just say no I know my part in it so let me apologize for that you know no if ands or buts about it no if you if you took it this way if you no, perceived it, if you was that no oh like I, say you know I'm sorry you took it that way but no you, that ain't apology so what are you trying to remove yourself from the sting you right. See? Instead of taking responsibility mm -hmm. and onus of the thing that you did, you knew you was out of line. Right. I knew I was out of line right. uh, yesterday. And so I had to go back. I was in my feelings. It's mm -hmm. a lot been going on and everything like that. So I reacted in a way that was not, you know, typically one of those things that I do. Right. And so I had to say, you know what? I know I was wrong. Let me fix this. And I apologize for 
what I said or the way that I said it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And so I do that. And then I give them space because, again, everybody is not ready to forgive at the same rate that you would. Or just because you gave them an apology doesn't mean that they're going to turn around and it's going to be, you know, roses and all that kind of stuff. That's not how life happens. Yeah, and People yes. have to process that. They have and to they process have to decide it. whether they want to forgive you or not. You know, so you can't just force yourself on them or whatever. And they'd be you like, can't. well, I apologize, but they didn't even want to. Yeah, you're right. You probably, it, you probably did some damage you're you know? right and some damage that was deep you know i had to realize that that um especially those of you that was in the military and even myself we process things differently than folks that don't um you know or, or that hasn't haven't been in the military or have served so uh, in a certain amount of time because we have to process those things right so what happens is if I find a situation, I see the wrong, I apologize, I'm ready to move on. Boom, what's the next mission? That's not real life. And unfortunately, some of us are kind of mind twisted in an old way of thinking that doesn't pertain to real life. And we're being completely honest here. So we need that grace, right? But we need to understand and realize not everybody operates the way that we do. Because Seth processes quick. Bop, bop, bop. Okay, now I'm over. You need to get over so we can get moving. No, they're still like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, chill out. I'm still dealing with this. And it just happened five minutes ago. You get what I'm saying? And then so I'm like, okay, so when you go get over it, we got stuff to do. And, and then what that does is that push. You know, I have to be honest with myself. I can be that way. But yes. I have to listen to myself say, hey, slow down. Wait a minute, because like I talked about with the speed of passion, my speed of passion is not everyone else's speed. You get what I'm saying? Because they may be passionate, but their speed is not mine. And so I have to be cognizant of that and allow them to do what they need to do. But then I may need to slow down if the relationship is worth it. And if if it's important, that means everything is important about it. Mm -hmm. So the way that they think is important, the way that they feel is important. Me taking ownership on what I did that was out of line, not apologizing. Well, you know, I'm sorry, you just ain't up to speed with how I think. That's stupid and that's prideful. So I need to make sure I slow down everything to, you know, balance each other out. But no, you're absolutely right. Yes, it is oftentimes the person who's done the harm, you know, they want to tell the other person how long it should take for them to process the apology or to get over or whatever. And it's like, what? Like you, that's not your right to even do that, you know? And, And we see it all the time. Well, why can't you just... Well, you don't want to did the harm. That's why it's easy for you mm-hmm. to just be like, because you feel like you've done your part mm-hmm. and now you're moving on. It don't work like that. Nope. nope. It don't work like that. Mm-hmm. And if I need to sit for a minute to decide and then I decide that you are no longer welcome in my space, then that is my right. Absolutely. It doesn't matter that you apologize. And if you're rushing me, it probably wasn't sincere anyway. It's mm-hmm. probably because you wanted something, needed something, got, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, we often do that. And it's like, well, how long is it going to take you to get over it? Well, as long as it's going to take. Right. I don't know. I don't have that, you know, answer for everybody. Mm-hmm. Some people like you process very, very quickly. I normally process very quickly, but there are some things that are really deep mm-hmm. and it takes some time to undo and kind of, you know, bubble up or whatever. Um, but again, that's my right. And so, you know, to the other points, you just have to 
really know yourself in, in those steps. I, I make sure I try to make sure that um, if I go back there that I've, I've analyzed, I'm coming from a sincere place, a genuine place, um, and then that my actions are different. That's right. And that's that's the thing. And and you have to you know, we make missteps, but mm-hmm. are we trying to do better? You know that I'm not always the person. Maybe it's one in three chance, not every chance now that I'm the drama maker or the crazy maker. I'm just, right. you know, throwing that I'm, I'm not that person in my mm-hmm. in my family. But um you know, maybe it's one in three times. So people go, oh, well, dang, we actually had a really good time this time with them. Let's invite them back. Mm-hmm. And then they might give you more grace, you know, the next time or when you do cut up, you know, mm-hmm. you just can't, can't help it because that's just who you are. No, you know, you're trying. Mm-hmm. You know, they give you a little more grace and be like, oh, but she was good. Like, you know, two, three times or whatever. She trying, right. you know, you're just going to let her come on back in. But um, it's up to other people to, to, to make the decision for themselves. You cannot make that choice for them. That's right. That's right. So look, ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about family dynamics and just a real quick boom. We was talking about uh, focus on solutions, not problems. Also, don't feed the drama. You know who they are. What would you call them, Camille? The, the what now? Crazy makers. The crazy, crazy makers. makers. You know who they are because, listen, it, it's embedded. All right. It's, embed- <laughs> it's in their DNA, but it don't have to be in yours. Also, watch your boundaries. Watch your boundaries and understand what you need and what you don't need and be okay with it. And then stop trying to fix everyone and everything. Some situations are self-inflicted. Realize it. Sometimes people are in debt because of their priority choices. You know what I'm saying? That reminds me of that little meme. I'm sorry. I know yeah, you go was ahead. going through, but that little meme where the guy has his face in the water like this. And uh-huh. He's like, help, help. And then you see underneath the water, he's just sitting there yeah, on yeah. the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Yeah. That's why that's why I kind of th- brought up the, hey, mm-hmm. all you got to do is stand up. Stand you understand? Up. Stand up. And that's the best way you can help some individual. Yes, or you good right where you are. Yeah. Just breathe. Right. Just, 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 you know, just breathe. And here's another one. Respond, but don't react. And it's mm-hmm. a difference. That That is a difference. Anything that takes you out of your natural element of peace, love, and harmony is out of line. So understand your limiter, right? Understand what you need to protect yourself and from popping off, right? Because not everybody is worth it, okay? And then take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself because if not, then you give individuals the power to put you in different situations because you don't, again, set those boundaries. You have to set the boundaries in order to take care of yourself. So it's all hand in hand. So what you got for your work, Camille? It is. It, you know, it's so many layers to these family dynamics, whether you come from a dysfunctional family or normal, what they consider normal family or healthy family or whatever. Um, but the root is that you really control you and, you know, you have to take care of your self-esteem, one to know that you deserve certain things. You have to know um, yourself enough to recognize the signs that you are about to make something mm-hmm. worse than it actually is if you want a healthy family dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't always come on 100. And people, we make excuses. And let me just say this. We make excuses for those type of people in their, our family. We don't hold them accountable. The ones that always, you know, whatever, and they people like, oh, that's just how they are. We ain't going to say nothing. And then they're making, you know, th- that's the crazy maker, making everybody else like feel some type of way or create negative energy but we excuse it because that's just who they are no hold somebody on, wait, needs uh, to check uh, them hold oh, on sorry. wait a minute ah, 
I felt it in my in my back, y'all. Oh, I felt it in my back and from my back to my soul. Because when you know somebody ain't messed, stop giving excuses or pacifying the crazy mess. Well, you know, that's yeah. just how he is. You know, he's the oldest in the family. So what? He's the craziest. Listen, look, he might have had just a third grade education and don't know how to use a smartphone. So why are you putting so much, right? You're putting so much energy in protecting his ego when yes. it's when it's toxic. And sometimes people are, you know, they, they're so crazy, you know, crazy makers that they, they people are afraid of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they, uh, not knowing that you get, uh, y'all, I'm not saying this figuratively, okay? <sighs> Please don't take it the right way. Don't go fight nobody. But you can whoop them if you wanted to. Like mentally or sometimes you feel, sit, sit down and be quiet see, somewhere. See, you know what see, I mean? See, you don't want to say it. I'll say it. Look, y'all, sometimes some folks might need a verbal smacking your dick because you know you you know you can take them out if you and listen they know you can too but their Mm -hmm. ego puts you in the uncomfortable situation and you won't pause them you won't pause them like hey you you're out of line i understand you Mm -hmm. older than me i get that but age is just a number so you can either get older or you can be more mature and right now someone that's more mature is letting you know how you're acting right now you're acting an ass yeah you get what i'm saying <laughs> you know the ones that be fast talking all the time because they don't want nobody to to figure out that they don't know what they're talking about that they just talking to be talking you know you can't get a word in you whatever and nobody ever challenges them and they just go Oh, how much are we charging? They go, oh, you know, that's just how they are. We always got to put up with this. Why do we, as a family, have to keep putting up with the same crap for one person when we 50 deep, 50 strong? You know what I'm saying? Somebody needs to say something. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Listen, do you understand, Camille? And ladies and gentlemen, if y'all still watching, because we're getting ready to cut off pretty soon. But I want y'all to know your family dynamics have the potential to be dynamic. You understand? There are certain things and certain people that need to be addressed and then Mm -hmm. removed. Removed. You understand? Because what Mm -hmm. they're doing is they're preventing growth. Don't be afraid to Cut them damn roots. Did you see? Because <laughs> the reason why I say that is because those roots are, are are entangled with different insecurities that you don't. It's not yours. You understand? You don't own that person's insecurity. So what they do is, since that root is buried in and in, in intertwined with other intentions and other feelings, it is intertwined in the growth in the different generations in the family so individuals feel like they can't be what they really want to be because they don't get the approval from the individual that's out of line because their root you know what i'm gonna leave it like that because y'all feel it so think about where you want to be for the rest of this year and even taking a step further as your immediate family or extended family how do you want it to move and be okay with cutting folk off in that direction. You still yes. love them, right, Camille? You still love them. You always go love them. Ain't gonna nothing happen. But listen, you have to treat individuals. After they show you who they are, you treat them how they are. You understand? You still love them, but you treat them how they are and how they treat you, but they mm-hmm. don't see the big picture. 
You and see? let me say this too. That's just kind of those things that sometimes you got to put them on the out. You don't lock the door. You mm-hmm. keep it on lock. But you know, I, like I used to tell my troop, when you get over yourself, I'm still here. You know, I'm willing to to come back and help you. I'm willing to talk through it or whatever. But until you get over yourself and get your own self out the way, then it, there's nothing I can do for you right now. And I'm going to say real quickly, I know we're closing up here, but there's a, uh, my friend had a son and he used to cry, 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 scream, scream, scream. I had a little four year outside and it was a lock gate and he was littler at the time. I said, I don't have screaming in my house. <sighs> he's screaming, he's screaming, he's screaming. And I said, oh, I got a, I, I got a, um, a solution to this. My friend was like, what you going to do? I took his butt and I put him right outside and I shut my door, slammed the door. And then I went, I said, when you stop crying, you ready to come back in? I said, just knock on the door. I'll let you back in. Mm-hmm. So he cried, he cried, he cried. And then you hear a little knock. Dick, dick, dick. I said, you done crying? He said, uh-huh. I said, you ready to come in? Uh-huh. I said, okay, let him in the house. He got in the house, sat for a minute. Then he started it all over again. I, I said, I told you we don't even have crying in my house. This is not how we do it. If you want something, you use your words. I put his butt back outside. He screamed and hollered. And she was like, Camille. I said, oh, he'll be all right. He's safe. He ain't going nowhere. You know, we could do this little peephole up there, whatever. And it's locked. And so she was like, oh, he screamed. And then after a while, he was knock, knock, knock. And I said, you ready for real this time? Because I ain't giving you no more chances. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I let him in. Ain't had another problem out of him since. So there we you go. never had another problem. There you go. Yes. Lock the door, but Mm -hmm. I did shut it and Mm -hmm. tell him that there are some boundaries that I have and you cannot enter here if you keep crossing those. And that's the bottom line. Ladies and gentlemen, I've said this before and I'll say it one more time for those that haven't heard it before. We teach individuals how to treat us by the standards that we put for ourselves. So if you don't allow crying or or mess in your crib, show individuals that you mean business. Don't tell them and tell everybody else after the fact, you know, I really don't like people when do this. What They was there doing it the whole time. Yes, you do. And you liked it because you ain't say nothing about it. So don't tell me because I was there too and I watched you like it. You see? So, but with that being said, you have to be able to put people in a place outside of your heart in your mind because what they're doing is they're occupying space you understand space that you can use to do better things with move them either mentally emotionally and even physically but make sure you keep an eye on them because you still love them right you don't want them to just you know you don't want them to just go to jail and just start you know you know start start using heroin or something crazy like that but what you want to do is make sure that they that you can see them and that they're not disrupting your space they're not disrupting you get what i'm saying and if you see and if they keep doing that you are allowing them to do that when are you going to stop and to create a better family a dynamic and there it is ladies and gentlemen (laughs) yes ladies and gentlemen this was and is the sanity check we love y'all we love y'all we did this on purpose so love on purpose and we're going to see y'all next week right on right on see y'all all right (laughs)